Welcome to the Forever Love Podcast. My name is Lily Matanguiza, and I'm a Christ-centered relationship coach for single women who want to pursue their God-given desire for marriage. I'm also a wife and mom of two amazing little girls, and I'm deeply committed to preventing divorce by helping single women prepare to make one of the most important decisions in life with confidence. Each week, I'm doing a quick tip episode where I'm going to share with you easy to implement strategies, mindsets, insights, and tips to help you move one step closer to forever love. You know, the kind of love that is intimate, equal, intentional, unconditional, and most importantly, founded upon a relationship with Christ. I hope that this podcast will come like a soothing balm to your aching soul during your season of singleness. Let's begin. welcome back to the podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I deeply appreciate you for inviting me to walk with you during this season of singleness. And this is another quick tip episode of the Forever Love podcast. And today I want to talk about the difference between copying biblical actions and adopting the mind of Christ. In other words, it's the difference between asking what would Jesus do versus what would Jesus think? Copying biblical actions without adopting the mind of Christ and understanding the thoughts and emotions that go into what we create is never going to work, at least not in the long term, because copying Christ-centered behavior doesn't actually require you to have a relationship with God, and therefore it's never going to be able to produce long-term eternal success. It will always be an imitation of what the Christ-centered person is doing. And this is really problematic because as Christ-centered women, we want to be intentional about adopting the mind of Christ before we concern ourselves with trying to create what other people appear to be creating. God is not interested in having us copy and follow other people's patterns of behavior. God is always trying to motivate us internally through the still small voice of the Holy Spirit deep within us. And that means that we have to look less to what other people are doing and turn inward and be Christ-centered and pay attention to what the Holy Spirit is trying to speak directly to us. When we copy people who appear to have a better relationship with God than we think we do, we're always going to be left feeling frustrated and stuck because copying doesn't require you to renew your mind or change in order to become more Christ-like. And this is why I want to encourage you to let go of all the things you think a good Christian woman should do and focus more on what the Holy Spirit is actually calling you to think and feel and do. This allows you to have a better relationship with him who is within you. It also allows you to pursue your God-given desires and be motivated by that desire rather than frustrated by what you think you can't do. That means 
If you want to achieve your God-given desire for a Christ-centered marriage, you're going to need to focus less on what you're doing and more on what you're thinking. So one of the things that's going to make a big difference in your life is separating out what you think from what you want to believe. Oftentimes we want to believe things and we say we believe things, but the reality is our thinking that is producing our emotions and our actions is very different from what we want to believe. And if we're not honest about that, then we never have a chance to uproot those lies and let the light of Christ shine into those spaces so that we can renew our minds and actually believe what we want to believe. So if dating and pursuing marriage is becoming exhausting and you're tired of doing it, it's because you're trying to achieve that goal by doing all the things you think you have to do instead of any of the things that are enjoyable and sustainable in the long run. So let's talk about resistance and what it is. Resistance is that feeling of like trying to hold back the tide, trying not to feel all the negative, uncomfortable emotions like frustration, doubt, betrayal, anger, rejection. We are resisting those emotions. We don't want to have to experience them. And that can leave us feeling exhausted. How much time are you spending trying not to feel bad? And when we spend all of our time trying not to feel bad, we don't have any energy left to feel good. I want you to imagine for a moment that your emotions are like really big church bells. You know, the kind on Notre Dame. They're huge. And the hammer is your thoughts. And when you hit the hammer against any of those bells, they ring out. But some of those bells are those negative emotions. And if you try to stop that bell from making noise by jumping onto it and holding onto it, you are going to exhaust yourself and it won't really work. And instead, I want you to allow each bell to make the noise that it makes. And instead of controlling the bell, control the hammer, control the mind that creates those emotions. When you use the life code, which I describe in episode five, and I highly encourage you to go back to that one. When you use that life code, you begin to understand where those thoughts are coming from and how to intentionally switch from your default thinking into adopting the mind of Christ and producing a totally different sound and fruit in your life and the action will produce very different results in your life. What I want to discourage you from is asking God to make your life easier because God is not so interested in you having an easy life. God wants to produce greatness within you and greatness comes from enhancing our capacity for love. Because the more love you're capable of expressing, the more you can do for the kingdom of God. So focus less on what you think you need to do to get married and focus more attention on who you want to become. Who do you need to be in order to be the woman who has a godly marriage and is in an equally yoked relationship? 
don't become so in love with who you are today that you miss out on the opportunity to become who you're meant to be. So instead of asking, what do I need to do? Ask, who do I need to be to create an equally yoked and Christ-centered marriage? Then begin to imagine what the next version of you in Christ might look like. hope that this has been helpful for you because this is the journey that I've been on and these are some of the hard questions I had to ask myself and I hope that you will take some time to really reflect on who you want to become in Christ. If you've found this helpful, I want to encourage you to please leave a review and consider sharing it with other women so we can continue to make an impact in the world and have more marriages that stand the test of time. Thank you, as always, for letting me walk with you. Until the next episode of the Forever Love Podcast, God bless you.